0: If you don't have Trent, then what are you doing? Well, I, Captain Kane, and so I am screwing. A week of green arrows, but not for us all. Not captain in Mo means you are sure to fall. A clean sheet for City, but Diaz wasn't there. Goals galore at Burnley saw Sean pull out his hair. A first win for Gerard as the Seagulls were culled. A last loss for Oli as his plug has been pulled. A point for the magpies in Eddie's first game, and a goal for Ivan, remember the name. A mixed week for many. We hope your arrow was green. and welcome to FPL Face Off episode 18. My name is Fitz, and as always, I'm joined by fellow comedian Tom Glover. Tom, how
1: are you?: We're very good mate. There's a very, a very cruel poem this week, already forgotten Ole's name, just <laughs> the, of all, who the, is of that all the... guy.
0: Of all the time for me to... I don't think I've ever um, made a, a, an error in in my uh, reading of the poem. And, yeah, for, for me to stumble, it's because I'm still emotional. I'm still emotional. Because he's no longer
1: country. a legend in your eyes. He's no oh, longer he's anything legend. to do with Manchester United.
0: Always a legend, mate. That he will never not be a legend. But... Um, no, it, it interesting that we I, I feel a, a lot better than I did. So we, we normally record on a Monday, but um I wasn't able to yesterday and thankfully
1: too uh,
0: upset. Both, crying. I was too upset, yeah. Um <laughs> thankfully you and Producer Glenn have, have stepped up to make sure we can record on Tuesday. But the benefit of that is that as we record, Man United have have just won and kept a clean sheet. So um yeah, well I'm I'm sad to see him go. I think it was this time. Um United's you know, when I give my
1: character contract character at Car- the end of the
0: season Carrick's at the wheel No, um i we, we won't dwell too much on that because um otherwise it will turn we'll into we'll uh, let it
1: out under my orders <laughs> uh, a sad
0: <laughs> man united podcast i think is how you described it but um enough of it. <laughs> enough, exactly right yeah so um yeah how 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 are you mates how was your fpl game week
1: um Another very good game week, Fitz. I thought I potentially peaked last week when I was at uh, um, 649 in the world, and then this week I've almost halved that rank again. I'm wow. up to 344th in the world now, Fitz.
0: Very, very impressive stuff, mate. Very impressive stuff. So, um, we will, of course, um, we will, of course, touch on um all things fpl but we've got lots to discuss tonight uh, we will update you on both where where both tom and i are in our fpl kind of game week we will talk about a couple of key games and, and more importantly a couple of key kind of talking points in terms of the assets for fpl we'll discuss our transfers and captains for next week of course we'll hear from more than mo um, and we will also touch on Sky Fantasy Football as well as our shout out and leaderboard. And I'm really looking forward to it. It's um, it's, it's good to have football back, although I didn't have such a great week. Um, I I made a very foolish decision, as as eagle-eared listeners will have picked up on. Uh, and I opted against Mo Salah. So, uh, yeah, not, not the best week for me. Uh, I got a whopping 66 points. Uh, which isn't too bad, you know, considering Salah um, the world and his wife had had Captain Salah. I kind of got away with it really. And I had a small red arrow down to 77 K overall. So
1: and you, you captained Kane, didn't you? And you you said in our group chat, you said I only captained Kane because I thought you had um
0: I that's that's one of the reasons yeah the other one was that um it it was my birthday on Sunday and I thought surely if Harry Kane knows it's my birthday he will he will perform and and obviously he did not get my my tweet uh to let him know Harry it's my birthday I really need a goal please um and he let me down but uh yeah it was always a risky punt going going Harry Kane and as I say to be honest I kind of feel like I got away with it
1: yeah, I mean, it was an acceptable punt to make. We we're home to Leeds. Leeds were really depleted. And when you saw Rafinha was out as well, I thought that surely he's going to be coming up with a goal. He had a chance to score and didn't take it. Um, I've doubled up on Kane and Son, so they both blanked for me. But luckily, I still managed to get to 80 points, thanks to my defence, who's deliver every game week at the moment um but yeah i think they're worth they're good to have going forward they're going to get some goals in these upcoming fixtures surely burnley brentford and norwich
0: there's some good fixtures and you would hope yeah although burnley um i mean burnley palace and newcastle brentford were absolute classics uh, not very often we we hear burnley palace is is a classic but um yeah so, a, a, absolutely yeah exactly right both both very good games I was at work getting um, multiple notifications, and even even Ivan Tony scored a goal. But um,
1: yes, I know so I had him up front
0: in my team. Did you have him? Yeah, I did indeed. Yes, I did indeed. Um, so, okay. I, was it on the pod or off the pod when we were discussing Embuemo? And uh, I was I was chastised for um, uh, Eric. by right down. Sorry, I've got my dog here. Um, where as, as of yet. We are not at the dizzy heights of having our own recording studio here. So uh, I'm in I'm in my kitchen and my dog is
1: being a little shit. Um, um his dog is named after Eric Cantonar <laughs> and he, he did have another dog named after Oli Gunnersolsha who he's now just released <laughs> it. <in> the- <laughs> <laughs> uh ollie,
0: ollie gunner is is still alive and well um no uh, i do i do only have the one footballer based dog um but yes like i say i will th- I will go on record i love ollie he will always be a legend um personally i think that You know, he he took us as far as he could go. This is good, actually, because what I was going to say to Tom was, um, you know, we have we've got a running order this week. And the first point on the running order, because I wrote it, um, is Ollie's loss and and United's management. And we've we've segued very neatly into that. But, um, yeah, I think just to touch very, very briefly on it, um, you know, he came in, did a really good job. Edit, edit this out, um, but you know he came in, did a really good job, and he should have he should have left. He should have left at that time when things were were good. But hindsight's a wonderful thing, you know. The, the owners thought, mm, okay, well we've got an easy out here. We'll just we'll just have him. And I just think he took him as far as he could, to be honest. So the Europa League should have been the the final final straw. But again, it's quite cruel to let that happen. But is it less cruel than than letting us lose four one away at Watford? I don't know. There's certainly less well, honour in it, in my opinion.
1: Well, it's the trouble is you should have gone um, when Conte was still on the table. When you lost to Liverpool, that was the time to sack him this season. Um, yeah. Conte was there. Spurs, as a Spurs fan, I'm very glad that we saw that opportunity and got rid of Nuno. We were more ruthless than we usually are. Got rid of Nuno and got Conte in. So, yeah. um, you look like you're getting Potch, um, ironically now, um, who would... Be good for your team. I think when you look at United's fixtures, whoever comes in is got a really good run to attack. So you you think whoever it is is going to get some kind of new manager bounce? Uh, I'm definitely going to be looking at United assets from game week, probably game week 16.
0: I think you're right. From kind of game week 16, that is probably where where you could could look at um, some some Manchester United assets potentially. But but we will see. I think there's a there's a long way to go there and. The interim interim situation is is a mess, to be honest. So, the less said about that, the better. Um, so, can you run through your team for us, oh great one, and let me know how um, how you're doing.
1: Yes, um, I've, I know. Should we be doing, charging but... people to see this team at this point? I know it's ranked <laughs> for the most in the world, um, yes. Yeah, so currently, uh, I've got Gueto in goal. And this is how I've, my bus team for for this game week. I've nice. got Trent. Chilwell, James and Cancello at the back, although we've just seen Chilwell go off with a knee injury in the Champions League, so Chilwell will probably be coming out this game week. But I've, I'm this is why I'm doing so well. I've had Trent, Chilwell, James and Cancello since I wildcarded. Only 1% of managers have all four of them and that's just what's getting me the points every week. It doesn't matter that my strikers are all blanking because everyone's yeah. strikers are blanking. Um, in midfield, hopefully Rafinha will be back. Um, I'm holding... And Bueno for another week because I've got Everton at home uh, I'll have Ivan Tony up front as well against Everton I've got the Kane double up away to Burnley who are going to be without Tarkowski and Westwood so surely this is the week one of them at least gets an assist <laughs> and then um, I will be captain in Salah once again
0: excellent well um, yeah you're in you're in good shape Um as I say that that kind of That back line is is very impressive. I think uh, it was FPL SWAT who um, tweeted uh, there was a couple of seasons ago when it was Alonso, Robertson, and Mendy. They were your your big kind of three at the back, and that was the the um, that was given the abbreviation of ARM. And I think it was SWAT who said uh, James and uh, James Alexander Arnold and Cancelo is uh, is Jack. Which I quite like, uh, or possibly Jack with with Chilwell as well. But
1: Jack with yeah. T C. that? Or Jackal if you add livermento on the end. It's the Jackal. It's very by. nice.
0: The Jackal. I love it. Well, um, yeah, that is mine, but for um Gone Jackal. Because uh, I've still got Duffy in there, but I think big at the back is 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 one of those. Was, that season I mentioned, obviously you 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 weren't playing FPL, but it, it may have been the same in Sky. There were just lots and lots of points consistently from um, Alonzo, Robertson, and Mendy, and if you didn't have them, you would really struggle. So, only one percent of players have um, have that defense that you've got, and that's that's big. That's it. That's very big.
1: Yeah, that's the template defence at the moment. It doesn't seem to be changing, although obviously, if Chilwell comes out, then that will shake it up a little bit. What's what's the rest of your team looking like then? Who have you got set for next week?
0: So, um, yeah, I'm uh, Guaita as well. Currently, Reese James, Trent, Cancelo. Um, looking likely that I'll have three at the back. Uh, then Salah, Foden, Rafinha, Smith Rowe. Um, with Kane, Tony and Huang up top. And realistically, I am probably going to be captaining Salah again. There's no one, no one stand out. What's really frustrating is that I very, very, very nearly captain Cancelo. And it's only because of what happened with Rhys James a couple of weeks ago, uh, where I captained him and he conceded. And I thought oh, it could happen. It could happen. And and so yeah, I, um, I, I didn't have the courage in my convictions. And to be honest, you know, I did think Leicester would offer something, but they, they have looked pretty woeful, which, again, is a, a slight concern to have Brendan Rogers so highly up the Man United pecking order um, well,
1: rankings. Also, I, well, before Chilwell got his injury, I was looking this week to possibly take Rafinha out and bring in a Leicester midfielder because Leicester have got Watford at home. Southampton and Villa away, then Newcastle at home, and it's. I think I find Watford run. are a
0: very good team, mate.
1: <laughs> well, you made them look so. Um, we did. But even Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo managed to score against Watford, so. <laughs> even. And though no, he got an assist in it, he? he didn't score. He, he didn't. He score. did. He did. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but they've got a really nice run of fixtures now. But the only real option is Jamie Vardy, who's been who's blanked for like the last five game weeks. I'd I'd love to be able to bring Harvey Barnes in this week and, and think he was going to hit a run of form, but it looks like I'll be going with a Chilwell transfer instead, probably for the best.
0: Yeah. Who um who are you thinking about bringing in in instead of Chilwell then?
1: Well, possibly just, it depends. If it's a long-term injury, I might just bring in Alonso because Alonso's dropped to 5.6 million now. Yeah. And and um, Chelsea's fixtures seem to be continuing pretty well. Um, Is he fit again in nice London? Yeah, I believe so. I, yeah, he's on the bench tonight. So okay. he could just stop straight in and start scoring the goals again. So it's a, it's a saving in money and he'll just carry on the same role Chilwell was doing.
0: And then, of course, yeah. if you kept Liveramento, you could have Jackal and and it would sound much better because uh, it would J-A-C-A-L. Nice. I love like, I like what you've done yes. there, mate. And if well, anything potentially... For the,
1: <laughs> potentially i'd go to reggae on just because spurs have got these three good fixtures um but obviously that won't spell as nice a word so
0: no of course that may swing <laughs> yeah i think that um obviously the spelling is is all important but in terms of kind of transfers for myself we'll we'll come on to that a bit later a little bit later in terms of I, uh, my plans as well
1: i do like the look of your team though this week i like the fact that you've got You've got Foden again. I think Foden's going to start. Well, he's going to have these game weeks when he when he hits the hall. Like it's just going to happen. He get two or three goals in the game. Um, he's been unlucky not to be contributing in the last few game weeks. But we saw it. But was it three game weeks ago? He got eighteen points. It um,
0: wasn't far away ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And away, you got Huang.
1: You've got Huang this week as well. And they've got Norwich away and then Burnley at home. I like the. I like. The idea of having a wolves attacker this week, I can't justify it or get to hit with anyone that I'd want to lose. But um yeah, I think Huang could do well this week. I think he'd be an outside punt for my captain if if I had your team and I was ranked quite as low down as you and needed to
0: <laughs> quite as low down.
1: Climb a few places. Oh dear.
0: <laughs> Thanks, mate. I, I appreciate you. It's so good of you to take the time every week to lower no, yourself where, to my level. <laughs>
1: Where are, where are you ranked right now? You're doing that. You're actually doing pretty well, aren't you?
0: Um, yeah, so I'm about seventy four k or seventy six k, I think. So yeah, it was a small small red or twenty k drop. Um, which, to be honest, as soon as as soon as Salah scored, I knew that Kane had to do something. Otherwise, it was it could have been a lot worse. You know, if 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 Salah had had done anything else, even by virtue of like a bonus here or there, I would have I would have been in real trouble. But um, it feels like one that I got away with, to be honest. So I'm I'm quite happy with that. And I will probably be back on the Salah train. Um I really like the look of Raul Jimenez, to be honest. And obviously it's kind of a sideways move to go from Huang to to Jimenez. But having taken out Vardy last week, I could um I could afford to get to Jimenez. I'm not quite sure how I'd have to do a bit of jiggery pokery, but um I'm probably the double up. I that's the thing that 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 terrifies me. I, I can't imagine going for a Wolves double up to be honest. Um, you know they have got Norwich and Burnley, but then it's Liverpool, City, Brighton, Chelsea, Watford. Yeah, that yeah, it's it's. There's no way a sensible man would go go down that route a sensible person. If you've um, got
1: one of them now, then keep them. Um, I wouldn't go into them now unless you're wildcarding in game week fifteen but yeah i definitely keep them if you've got them but it wouldn't definitely yeah. wouldn't double yeah. up on them there's, up, no, there's no, other no. teams with good good fixtures these next few game weeks so like i said Leicester, i mean you could get in Vardy or take a punt on hinacho possibly but again that, that's a risk um we we're, we're getting to a very busy
0: them. period now as well i think it's it's more important than than ever you know both of us have had some big bench scores this season um you bench boosted on one of yours. So obviously it went very well. But, you know, I've had Smith Rowe on there with thirteen. I've had a twenty seven or twenty nine points where I should I should have bench boosted. Reason I mentioned that is because as we kind of get towards the, the, the most busy period in terms of Christmas fixtures, um, you know, it is really important to have a good squad, I think. So yeah, I'll be most likely saving my transfer, I would have thought um, and holding on to it for, for next week. And like I say, making, cause we've got two quick fire game weeks next week, haven't we?
1: We have. And like I say, your, your team looks good for next game week. Um, I'm, I wouldn't have probably made any transfers in my team if it wasn't for Chilwell going off. So uh, yeah, depending on the news there and Rafinha's status, but I think Rafinha would be okay. I think he was just ill. Um, I will only be making that one transfer if I have to, if I'm forced into it. Otherwise I'm happy with how my team looks. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got a busy run of fixtures. So it's after Christmas, we'll see how, what the difference is in our rank then, because it's going to, it's going to separate the men from the boys.
0: It certainly is. Yeah. And um, I know we'll, we'll touch on the sky side of things a little bit later. Um, I have been very, very busy. So I have yet to kind of look at a spreadsheet or anything like that, but I know that we've we've definitely got a busy period, and it's the casuals will will fall away hopefully, and you know a, a little bit of prep. We will by the time we record next week's pod, uh, we will hopefully have some sort of a a plan in place as to what our kind of festive schedule will be with regards to uh, us recording. Obviously, once a week, it will will it cut it, Tom? That's the question. When uh, when there's so many games thick and fast.
1: Well, the, the question is for producer Glenn, who has to spend a day editing it and editing <laughs> yes. out all your all your um, emotional tributes to Oli <laughs> um, true. We'll see.
0: So, city rotation. We we kind of touched up there on it there in terms of um, kind of Foden. Foden went off after I think fifty-eight minutes, or certainly before sixty minutes this week.
1: Yeah. Um, well, Foden's a player that I've been very jealous of or scared of not owning for the last few game weeks, but. I think now cuz the schedule's getting busy he does like to protect Foden and that's what he was doing bringing him off early it was nothing to do with his performance he's bringing him off to rest him for the Champions League game um obviously bernardo silva is the standard option uh, it's not a not a um cool cool recommendation for a content creator cuz we don't see him as having that kind of regular attacking threat but he is the one who's scoring the goals the only difference between Um, City and the likes of Chelsea and Liverpool is they do seem to ease off once they're a couple of goals up. They don't seem to just really go for the 4 5 nil wins as much as they used to. And when they do score, the goals are spread about. I think is the only real um, nailed asset, the one that you can rely on over this period to be getting games and anyone else is going to be a bit of a risky punt.
0: Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the situation is. So I'm going to have a little look as we speak actually with regards to their um, Champions League group, but I suspect that what will happen there. So I'm just checking up the table now. So uh, both Man City and PSG are all but through. They're playing each other tomorrow. So, you know, in an ideal world, I suppose that would be, um oof. A city win i don't you know i don't really want Not them to, um but if Cancelo Sorry. could that's all right that was beautiful mate um <laughs> uh, was it were you coughing because you had something to say or just um
1: no i am um, i'm having a more relaxed approach to the podcast this week and i i just had a swig of cider and it went down yes. the wrong hole i wasn't shocked by your city opinions <laughs> um yeah so uh, like i say i think i think it'll be
0: really interesting to see um, how that goes, and who is who is kind of starting that one cancelo needs a rest in my humble opinion, but um you know he 's unlikely to get it get it then uh, but that assist that was very, very nice indeed, and um, I played football for the first time in in two years, and cancelo's assist was very similar to one of mine um in the other <laughs> side last week, so <laughs> I imagine yours
1: was just sliced off that direction complete opposite yeah. way it's meant well, to be going and like i
0: stuff. say very similar mate very similar. me and Cancelo, <laughs> very similar uh, uh so yeah so i uh, uh, the kind of last thing on from an fpl point of view um we're, we're trying to be a little bit more structured um this week uh, partly to help producer glenn and um, partly to um ensure that our, our content is exciting um but we were going to talk a little bit about spurs so obviously Conte had his first game uh, kind of at the the old White Hart Lane. What did you think of the the performance?
1: Well, the the first half was was pretty terrible, um, but Agreed. what I liked was the fact <laughs> that Conte is obviously a sort of manager who's able to get response from the players and get them to change the way they're playing. So we came yeah. out a lot better in the second half. We looked a lot more threatening. Um, one of the major things for me is the fact that we, we actually outrun Leeds United and we're the f- only the second team this season to do that. And I think the f- second team in the last two seasons to do that. And we wow. do not outrun anybody. <laughs> I think Harry Kane outrun the the majority of the leagues team, which is, yeah, it's just not our, what we do.
0: No, that is um, not a stat that I had heard, but certainly bodes well. You know, that, that fits in with, with what a Conte team does do and, and should do so yeah i was i was re- i didn't watch the game um but you know as as he was my captain uh i was really really hoping for for something and then getting three spurs notification was it three one in the end or two one
1: it was two one um and, and reggie on who scored uh, he was yes. on my radar to, to be to replace Chewell potentially he said something uh, on the lines of that he was very happy, but he is also dead because he's had like the worst week of his life because of how hard he's had to train under Conte. <laughs> but that that's good to hear. Um, and Kane and Son, the goals are going to come. Kane's got one goal this season. You yeah. can't you can't believe that if Kane continues that scoring at average, he's going to end the season with three goals. He's going to catch up. He's going to get a minimum of twenty this season, and he could get three or four in the next three games.
0: That's that's what I'm hoping, mate. You know that is very very much what I'm hoping. Uh, that's kind of why I I took the early punt and got him in. Um, as soon as Vardy blanked, I I hoped that I'd made the right decision. And if you'd ask me, who would I rather have in the next kind of three or four? Um, actually, it's it's quite close because um, you've got the Spurs fixtures uh, in the. Immediate short-term are, are not bad at all, but you've got Leicester with Watford, Southampton and Villa, Newcastle. Wouldn't mind that. Um But then Burnley, Brentford, Norwich, right. And so similar. Um, But yeah, I, I would rather a Harry Kane than a Jamie Vardy. So fingers crossed that. Uh, yeah, I that mean, to be,
1: fair, to be fair, I'm not sure I would. I said to you last week that I almost didn't get Kane. I almost brought in Jamie Vardy because of the price saving. And yeah. I know he's blanked. People are getting him out because he's been in their team since Takaku was injured and he's been blanking. But again, mm. he's not going to carry on not scoring goals. He could <laughs> quite easily outscore Kane in the next four fixtures. Um, but there's not enough budget in your team to have all of them. So I, I can't get to Vardy. I, that's why I was considering getting some coverage with maybe Harvey Barnes or James Madison. But they got to hold off at half time. No one is securing that team. I think they score goals. Uh, I think they concede goals, but there's going to be someone in the next four game weeks from the Leicester team who's going to become an option. And I just, if, if you can get on them early, then you could really climb up the rankings. I just don't know who it's going to be.
0: No, well, Tielemans has has looked pretty good. I know he was injured. I don't know how serious that is. Yeah, but, he's out um, for a few game weeks still, so it won't he? be him. But okay.
1: Harvey Barnes, maybe Adam Luckman, or one of the two strike partners for jamie vardy but we don't know what formation they're going to play and who's going to start that's the trouble
0: well you heard it here first mark albrighton will be the fpl asset that we will all be clamoring for in (laughs) in three or four weeks time (laughs) not even mark albrighton can believe that, that that would be the case uh oh fantastic well it's um yeah that's good i think um there's a lot of stuff gonna be happening over the the next kind of two or three two or three weeks as we as we build up for a very kind of busy festive period and um I think our teams now as long as we can set them up as we have done and you know I, I feel like I'm in quite a good place for it. You must obviously feel like you're in in a very good place. Um do you have two transfers this week or uh, just one did you and make it... a transfer last week?
1: No I made a transfer I well, I made two transfers last week because I bought in um, Harry Kane, and I bought in. Who else did I bring in? Oh, Josh Brownhill. I took Havertz out for Josh Brownhill. Oh, of course, yeah. Give me the money to get Harry Kane in. I chose to remove Edouard over Tony, and that was the right decision because Edouard didn't play. Yeah, that um, was a good call. But I've now got one transfer, which again we'll be replacing Chillwell for someone. I think over this busy period, we're going to see a lot of these defenders rotated so we may see a few game weeks when people have only got one or two defenders at the back maybe or maybe someone else is going to come to the forefront so the template could get shaken up a little bit in these next few game weeks.
0: This is why I think it's really important you know as as someone who's played the game um, you know for for quite a while traditionally uh, looking back on kind of how my my team have shaped up traditionally the the wild card that I've played in the second half of the season has been the one that tends to make my squad stronger, you know, in the first half, it's, this is the first season in a couple, certainly where I've gone in and had a full squad of players, if that makes sense, i.e. a strong bench. Whereas, you know, in the, in the second half of the season, it's very important that you do that to kind of maximize on that. But maybe that's why I haven't hit the the dizzy heights is because that's been the stupid approach that I've, I've taken before, but yeah, I think uh I think things are are looking good.
1: Yeah, I think um, the bench having a strong bench has just um given itself to us because the strikers aren't scoring, so it, there's no premiums that we really want to have. So people have got money to spread around. And we've yeah, been yeah. given gifts like like Duffy and Livermento and Johnson, who are all starting every week, and then Sweet strikers like Dennis Eric's oh, yes. coming through.
0: <laughs> Sorry, my dog's just oh, it's coming
1: through. That is not an announcement that Eric Cantonar has the Manchester United job, by the way, in case <laughs> we're breaking news.
0: Oh, very nice. Very nice. Well, uh, speaking of breaking news, uh, it is time for us to have a little look and find out how we did in More Than Mo. More Than Mo. Mo. Always scores more than one goal. Some say he's starting to slow. He's not indestructible. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? And of course, Mo Salah. Mo Salah got the goal, and uh, he got eight points this week. I'm I'm looking at my team, Tom. Uh, I didn't captain him, as you know, so I can I can confirm. Eight points is Mo Salah's total. Uh, and you went for Ishmael Assar last week. How did Ishmael Assar do?
1: Ishmael Assar scored a goal. He he missed the penalty. He got the chance to retake that penalty and he missed the penalty again. <laughs> um, luckily, he only gets that penalty Minus three taken off once. Is it minus three or minus two? I think it's minus two.
0: I think it's minus two. Yeah,
1: that's minus two. So he could have had two goals, and it, I would have been romping away with success this week. But unfortunately, just a one goal and, and five points in total.
0: Still respectable, mate. Still respectable. Well, I uh, I chose Adam Armstrong, um, who also got five points. Uh, he got an assist, but that means that with Mo uh, running away with eight. There is no points uh, for either of us there in our battle to find out can anyone score more than Mo? Uh, but we are, of course, right in the thick of it because we've got loads of more than Mo's coming up thick and fast this week, uh, or in weeks to come, I should say. So, have you got a prediction? Let's just run through the fixtures very quickly for the next game week. We've got Arsenal, Newcastle, Palace, Villa, Liverpool, Southampton, Norwich, Wolves, Brighton, and is there Birmingham then? And Brighton Leeds, Then on the Sunday, we've got Brentford, Everton, Burnley, Tottenham, Leicester, Watford, Man City, West Ham, and the now slightly less but still very terrifying Chelsea versus Man United. So, what are you thinking?
1: Um, well, I I do, as I said earlier in the podcast, I, I think Huang is going to have a good week this week against that Norwich defence. Um, but I don't want to pick him because he's in your team. So I don't want to be having to back a player that you've got and I haven't. So I'm going to go with another team I've been bigging up this week. I'm going to go with Leicester, who are at home to Watford. I see goals in that match. I see at least two goals each in that game. And I'm going to mm. pick Harvey Barnes to come away with at least a goal in that game. So Harvey Barnes is my pick 6.5 million.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Okie dokie. Well, uh, I am, I'm very tempted, but I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I know we've kind of touched on Maxwell Cornet, but I, I really like what he's, he's done. He's coming. Has he got five in six or six in five? Like his record is, is very, very good. The Burnley fixtures do kind of really tighten up now. And, Now that I've invested heavily in Kane, uh, I I don't want to see him do well, frankly. So I'm going to go for a... I'm going to go for Rafinha, I think. I think Rafinha will come back uh, from this mysterious illness, which I hope isn't obviously COVID and I hope isn't serious. Um, But I will go for Rafinha on the Friday... Sorry, Saturday uh, evening kickoff. And... Yeah, fingers crossed. I've got a good feeling about my boy.
1: Well, he always scores well when he's been flagged. That hit, seems to be his trend this this season. So um, I'll be having him in my starting lineup, that's for sure.
0: Nice, excellent. Well, fingers crossed. So um the spreadsheet is updated, my friend. I have gone for Rafinha. Um you have gone for uh Harvey Barnes. We will find out. Excellent. Can anyone get more than Mo? <laughs> Thank you for listening to the FPL Face-Off pod. Just to let you know, it's not too late to join our mini leagues. If you'd like to join the FPL league, the code is H-A-D-U-O-W. That's all lowercase. And to join the Sky FPL Face-Off Cup, the code is 9736956. And of course, if you're not following us on social media, why not? We're at FPL Face-Off. Laters. So regular listeners, uh, which we do hope you all are, of course, if you're not, tell your mates. And um, uh, well, if you're not a regular listener, why don't you tell your mates? But um, give us a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But regular (laughs) listeners know that uh, often after more than more, we are joined by Jack Grealish. But we've got an update, haven't we, Tom?
1: Yeah, a very sad update in that I I think is having a tough time since going to as well in in recent weeks since going to city he's not seen himself in the team as much as he had been cole palmer starting ahead of him now and yeah he's he's come away from his diary for a little bit so we're gonna hear from jack a little bit less i think he's trying to knuckle down on his on his boohoo modeling and his <laughs> um and his football uh producer glenn said that we we just keep keep away from jack for a couple of weeks give him a break so let uh, him let him come hopefully return over christmas i'm hoping for a christmas special i want to catch up with jack at christmas and then we'll see how we go on
0: there i think that's fair yeah and um yeah it it, personally i love hearing from him but at the moment his football is suffering and so i think it's only only right that's that more important isn't it that's bit. more
1: important than our podcast i'm happy to admit that <laughs> <And> <laughs> as it's a busy christmas schedule and i've got four kids it's a bit of relief for me to not have to <laughs> ghost write a diary for a footballer who ends more in a minute than i do in a year
0: yeah Very true. Very true. Uh, Good. So in the absence of uh, Grealish Diary, um, we are going to move on to our Sky Fantasy Football. So um, I am happy to jump on that one first, if you like, mate.
1: Yes. I want to hear how you did. Did you do any transfers? Because you've not mentioned it at all.
0: Lovely. So I had an all right week. Um, I did not make any transfers initially i i I always think i had an all right week and then i look and i haven't kind of progressed as, as far as i would like but um with my main team i have 93 points and i did make a couple of transfers but i did it after saturday's game so i i suffered with antonio not doing well um and in fact i suffered because um, oh no! I, I got very lucky actually. So I took out um, Diaz for Cancelo, um, but that was after the um, kind of Saturday games, and I took out Ings for Kane. So Diaz not playing was was an absolute double win, and then I captain Cancelo. So yeah, that that worked out very nicely. But there's other than that, there's there's not a lot of joy really. So I've got Mendy with ten, Cancelo with twenty six, Rudiger with fourteen. And Salah with twenty four. Otherwise, it's twos and and fours and fives all, all over the shop, really. But um, I was quite pleased with myself. I, I feel like I I negotiated or navigated that that quite well.
1: Did you Did you wait and see the Man City lineup? See, Diaz wasn't playing, and bringing Cancelo?
0: I did. I was going you to did bring
1: it. In Can- yes, I'm. I'm uh, proud of you. You have played thanks, Sky mate. right.
0: Yeah. Well, I was going to bring him in anyway, and then um, as I say, when I I saw the um it because c- it was my birthday on sunday i very nearly just just did it on saturday night and i thought right don't be an idiot just wait for um uh, we went for a lunch with my family at like 1 15, and so i literally had a couple of minutes and and i was like oh brilliant ds is out even better and uh, and then i put in kane as well so yeah it was uh it was all right obviously danny ings didn't really uh do much i think he did play didn't he Yeah, so we got two points um so my Two transfers, if you like, um, obviously didn't set the world alight, but for the fact that Cancelo came in for Diaz and got me 26. So you can't well, argue with that, really.
1: Getting 26 points on a transfer in one game week is pretty decent, mate. Um, so you ended on 93 points, you say?
0: 93, yes. And how many and transfers
1: my... do you have left now and, and where are you ranked?
0: So uh, I have 30 transfers remaining. And I'm ranked uh, with 1.6 in the bank and I'm ranked at 1,843 in the world. And I'm very, very sorry. My dog has just escaped. One sec. I'll be right back.
1: That's fine. So that is Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, the Labrador, has now escaped. He's, he's freed from his Old Trafford prison and all the, the Old Trafford faithful have turned their back on him now. The 1999 uh, Champions League winning goal is now forgotten. He has been replaced in the Manchester United Hall of Fame. They have put stickers over his face. It's now Michael Carrick's face on the on the picture of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer celebrating that famous goal. And Fitz has ceremoniously um, released his Labrador into the wild, just as he has done with the, his hero and legend, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And at the end of the season, I imagine Cristiano Ronaldo has suffered the same fate. Oh, and Fitz is back. Is the dog okay?
0: The the beauty of of my AirPods is that I could hear most of your ramblings there. Um, I can confirm that, that A, he's not a Labrador uh, and B, he's not called Oligon a Solskjaer. Um, yes, the dog's, the dog's fine. He's just a little shit. He's eating something. I don't know what it is, but it's not mine, so I don't care. The dog's yeah. fine, but not the food. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, It'd be ridiculous to call a dog Oligon a Solskjaer whereas calling a dog Eric Cantona is fine. Um, where <laughs> were we? Oh yeah, So you're 30 transfers ranked at about 1800. That's good, mate. You're doing well. 30 transfers is, I think that's about perfect for where you are in the season. A lot of people are really holding the transfers this year, but I think that's because they were stung by COVID last year. You can yeah. imagine in, in Sky, that was an absolute nightmare because there's so many single game days. You have to have so many captain coverages. And then there was games being postponed, people being ruled out with COVID. So people were just having to make transfers left, right and centre. Yeah. But this year, the fixtures are s- so much more set in stone. And there's so many good captain options that I just don't think it's as much as a pro- of a problem. Uh, I myself made two transfers as well. I took out Yuri um, Tillemans, who's injured. I took him out. I was going to take him out for Emil smith row, but he doesn't hit any sort of tier points. And I, I think he's been a bit fortunate with his return. So I ended up bringing in Mark Gahey at Crystal Palace, uh, which proved to be a good choice because he got a goal and, and hit shots here as well. Um, so that was pretty good for a central defender. He's been doing pretty well with a pass tiers as well. So that's why I got him in.
0: Very nice, and
1: and it's all t- all to do with structuring my team going forward. I want to have Kane, Salah, and Ronaldo slash Bruno at some point. So I need to is Bruno get a, a bit... striker
0: in Sky?
1: No, he's a midfielder. But you, like you can have different formations, obviously,
0: of course, yeah,
1: um, yeah. And then on the Sunday, I brought in Cancelo for Antonio because Antonio has been not well. He's not been delivering, and his fixtures toughen up in the next couple of game weeks. So I took Antonio out and brought in Cancelo, and who got 13 points by captain Kane, mm. which I keep on doing this season. If I just hadn't captained Kane this season, I'd be in the top thousand, I'm sure, but I'm now ranked at 1,618. I ended on 97 points. Um, got 27 transfers left though. So oh. as we said last week, I think you are actually ahead of me when you bring into account your transfers in hand or at least level with me. So yeah, we're, we're we're pretty neck and neck at the moment. Uh, the upcoming game week, though, is a bit exciting. It's going to be a double game week. So you've got four game days to cover in this game week. Um, I'm going to be bringing in Rhys James, finally, uh, to replace Van Dyke, who has just not been hitting his passing tears. Have you got any transfers planned for this double game week or have you not looked at that yet?
0: I haven't um, I haven't looked at it just yet. But as I said, I feel like having 30 at this stage is is pretty good. So I feel like I could... Hopefully kind of tidy up a, a couple of bits. There's a little bit in the bank there. Um, certainly I'll be making sure that I've got a game. I've got a captain on, on every game day. Currently it looks as though I have, um, already. So that's good. Um, but I do like the idea of getting a Trent or a, a Rhys James in, into my team. Um, uh, my, my other team has still got Van Dyke and yeah, that's, that's on 30 transfers as well but that is way way back at ten that ten and a half thousand so
1: um Mate, my second team is at six thousand it just doesn't move and it is a terrible team but i i'm i'm managing it every week but it <laughs> does not move and it's a bane of my life but yes. um but yeah the trouble is this year well at least what i think is that in sky you've always in the past relied on center backs in defence mm. because. They often hit the passing tiers. Lewis Dunk, for example, will often hit tier two passing. He hit it again this week. Um, and you don't expect your defenders to score goals or get quite so many assists. I know Trent has in the past, but really we should have been going for the same defenders in Sky we've been going for in FPL. If if you have Reese, James, Cancelo, Chilwell, um, Trent in in Sky, which were affordable assets, then you'll be you'll be killing it at the moment, you'll be in the top hundred. But I think I'm just stuck in my ways with Sky of bringing defenders for the reliability and they've not been reliable. Van Dijk's not been hitting passing tiers and Diaz hasn't been playing.
0: No, yeah, very unusually. Very unusually. But yeah, I think um, I think it's certainly, if if I hadn't known what to do with Sky and I hadn't had any kind of uh, preconceptions about centre-backs, my team probably would have had uh, more kind of fullbacks because that's just how I've I've always played FPL. But yeah, and I um, talked you out
1: because I meant to be telling you how to play the game. <laughs> I told you to do that.
0: <laughs> Which, as you say, m- most seasons I think that that tactic would have worked. But this season, you know, uh, as FPL was as evidenced, you know, Reese James, Chilwell, Trent, people have already spoken about. You know, they have just flown so much that it's it's kind of skewed the game a little bit. I think.
1: Um, well, I think and, football football has changed on the whole. Yeah, I yeah. think. The the fullbacks are now such an important attacking asset in football that fantasy is going to be different next year. The, those fullbacks are going to be like the price of of mid priced midfielders. They're they're all going to be priced seven and a half million in yeah. in um, FPL. You think of James and Chilwell as having as much a chance of getting a return than any of your midfield at the moment, and possibly even your strikers.
0: Yes, no, quite right, quite right. Well, um yeah to so to answer your question in terms of my kind of transfer plans I'm looking at my team now um you know I don't particularly like the idea of West Ham uh against Man City so Antonio's obviously holding up a little bit of budget there obviously that means I can I can drop down to either four at the back um or you know replace Antonio with another striker so that's that's almost certainly a, a transfer that I'll look at. Otherwise, most of the other players have got a, a pretty decent game. I've got Mendy, so I hope that both he and Rudiger concede, obviously, which isn't a great position to be in. Um, but we'll we'll see. Um yeah, I've I'm quite happy. Um if I if I can get through the the next kind of couple of weeks and still have, you know, twenty, twenty five, twenty-six transfers um say in two weeks time I think I'll be quite pleased with that um and yeah I'm 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 feeling all right feeling all right
1: I'm I'm more happy about FPL this season obviously <laughs> and I think it's funny that you're probably doing better than me in Sky and I'm doing better than you in FPL and they, they're supposed to be our chosen formats but um yeah I'm I'll be happier I think in the new year when when we rise up the ranks a little bit in Sky when the sort of casual players drop off but um, yeah, it does feel already that the game is out of reach because there's there's some really good Sky players in the top hundred at the moment who won't be moving out of there now until the end of the season.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a very tactical game, and yeah, as I say, with. Nothing that's going on, kids and dogs and life, you know, I've I haven't sat down and, and kind of compiled a spreadsheet or anything like that to, to help me with the fixtures. So it's not going to be quite as as meticulously planned as I would like. Um, who knows? Maybe one day this will be our job and we will have time to, to compile all that research, but but never mind. Or maybe um, one
1: day our partners will leave us and we will have just time at, at home for for most of the week to so just speaking, play
0: fantasy football speaking my language mate speaking my language and <laughs> um, so uh yeah I think in terms of kind of captains for for next week um I mean I'm looking at uh it's it's pretty much set for me to be honest I've got Salah on the Saturday then it's likely to be Cancelo or maybe Kane against Brighton um, but again, the way Cancelo is playing at the moment, it's difficult to look past him. Um, Tuesday is an interesting one, Gallagher or Rafinha. Um, I guess I'll see how the weekend's football goes um, with regards to that. Obviously, we don't know if there's going to be any injuries. Um, then Wednesday, uh, possibly Foden or Cancelo against Villa is, is probably what we're looking at, or maybe Salah against Everton. And then Kane on the... Uh, on the Thursday. So I'm I'm in a good position. You know, I've got captains already lined up um, on every every game day and hopefully they can do the business because I would certainly, my target for, for this week would be to, I, I definitely want to make sure I get 200 points. That's, I'll put it on record that that's my goal.
1: Well, you've also got to be cautious of this game week as well, is that there's going to be rotation because yes. like Harry Kane's playing on the 28th um, he'll be playing on Thursday this week as well in the Europa Conference. He's playing on Thursday the 2nd. So, there's games coming thick and fast, and there's people, players going to need to be rested. But I, I'm similar to you Salah, Kane, Rafinha or Gallagher, potentially Rudiger on the Wednesday uh, away to Watford, and then Kane again on the Thursday. But yes, you, you really need to keep your eye on the ball with those team sheets as they come out cause you may need to be changing people last minute.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've missed football. You remember when like Project Restart came about and there was football like every day. Uh, yes. I've missed, I've missed <laughs> it being thick and fast.
1: So this is going to be you good. You got me through the lockdown.
0: Yeah, you and me both, mate. You and me both. Um, good. So um, in terms of transfers and captains, I think we've kind of covered that off. Um, and what we like to do every week is give a little shout out to a member of the community who is either doing good work or is someone that we are... Um, kind of enjoying their content and this week it is my turn to give a little shout out and the shout out i'm going to go for is for someone who is absolutely flying in the world of fpl Um, and that is at fpl focal um are you familiar with fpl focal
1: um i believe he's one of the few content creators who is ranked higher than me Fitz. is that correct
0: (laughs) he is one of the few yes you uh, you you know that for anyone who is new to this and and perhaps not not familiar with you and your ways uh they, they may <laughs> see your they may see this uh as 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 arrogance from from a newcomer but yeah you are right he is uh ranked at number two fpl focal uh, in the world, two points behind um, gangsters Allardyce, who is uh, at number one in the world. Very, very impressive stuff, of course, and um, a, a really great kind of content creator. So his video that he did um, most recently, or one of the most recent ones, was on Sergio Aguero. Um, but every every day, you know, uh, he's he's offering really good. Um, kind of ownership um, statistics and just just general information. So, um, you know... Yeah, and in, he was actually in...
1: ranked He was actually ranked at number one at, at, over the weekend at one point in the yes. live rankings over the night on Saturday. He was ranked at number one. And personally, I hope he gets to number one because I don't think anyone with as hacky a name as Gangsters Allardyce should be, should be up there. <laughs> he, be a bit more unique with your name. I don't think you should just Google funny FPL names and just choose whatever is top of the list. I don't agree with it
0: no no i think uh, i think that's fair enough um so yeah do do give fpl focal a shout out some of the content is is really really interesting and uh although i've yeah you know i i don't have huge amounts of time to 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 look at all all the content that's out there unfortunately i wish i did um you know fpl focal's tweets and content is is always really really good so um thank you and best of luck for the season yeah i i would love to see uh, focal get to number one for sure that'd be great
1: Okay, so that is our our shout-out for this week. And now we're going to shout-out some of you, our our dear listeners, in our mini-league update as we look at both Sky and FPL. I'll I'll give the Sky update, fits while you load up your FPL leaderboard and read that one out because it's a bit bit embarrassing for me to do it. Um, (laughs) Right, the Sky mini-league update. We go for the top five. In fifth place, it is Christopher Sharkey with his team, Ajir Ajir Two. And that's not me swearing, that's what he's written, so that's that's on him. In fourth place, he's up six places this week. It's Aaron Alton with Good To Be Back, and he's good to be back in the top five. Well done, Aaron. In third place, Didar FC, Mark Brown. In second place, Norman Conquest, Mark Daniels. And still top of the league aboard, sullying our league with his offensive team name. It's Jack Labbrook with his team, Gilfie Sig's Offenders. Disappointing.
0: <laughs> disappointing but but not surprising we've we've seen you many times here before jack um and top 10 in the fantasy football face-off cup um, don't forget the code for these were mentioned earlier in the episode um in 10th place we've got finding timo that's searching naidu uh, ninth place chicken tika mosala with uh ross wheeler's entry there uh in eighth red and white fc s ben lingra uh, number seven, Hardly Athletic FC with Ed Waldron. Um, Peaky Blinders in sixth place with At Chanziri. Uh, in fifth, uh, my very good friend, Louis Bastian with Bastian United. Uh, in fourth, Alex Walsh with the team Jigsaw. Bielsa Ball in third, Aaron Jackson. Um, second is the Jürgenauts with Meboob Raut And um, six points ahead of um, the Jürgenauts. Is little old Tom Glover in first place there, smiling his little face away.
1: Sweet Um, Caroline. (laughs) So, there we are. Take a picture, frame it. Two or
0: three weeks at the top in a row now, is it?
1: Certainly two, I think. I think it's two, um, but who's counting?
0: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that you're not, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, th- thank you all for, for joining the league. As I say, Tom will be buying the winner of the, the league a uh, replica shirt of a team of their choice. And his goal... I've already as, ordered it
1: for myself, Fitz. He's
0: already ordered it for himself. Um, but, yeah, we, we appreciate you uh, joining in. And, like I say, tell your mates. Do let them know. And so, um, the end is near... Um, and we face the final curtain. And it is that time, my favourite time uh, of the week, where I, for the very first time, open up my emails to find uh, my, my little love note from uh, your friend and mine. It is, of course, Sean Dyche. Um, you,
1: and you are so bad at filling when you're looking for an email. <laughs> <laughs> started by singing my way by frank sinatra and then sometimes started, sometimes i'm really
0: good i normally have it set up but uh, on this occasion i i didn't so um right so i have the poem in front of me and here we go thank you for uh, listening as always boring boring burnley i hear the away fans roar as Corney smashes in a volley to seal a three-all draw Now, Cornet is essential, all the content creators cry. They said that about Troy O'Reilly, and look what happened to that guy. This week, Spurs pay us a visit, the FPL manager's dream. Nothing like another cane blank to really boost your self-esteem. Even if you got points for shots on target, Fitz would still be reading this in tears. It's your birthday, soppy bollocks, you should be getting in the beers. (laughs) Very nice, Sean. (laughs) <laughs> uh, if you think Tottenham is the answer I'm not sure what's the question unless it's which team should I support if I want a lifetime of depression if you've tripled up on Spurs then I don't mean to have a dig but I won't be getting beaten up by some flash kit in a wig very nice <laughs> <laughs> very nice oh, you go. good old... and you got a name check from Sean this week I did it's so kind of him yeah um uh well thank you very much um to sean as always for um for brightening up our day thank you to you dear listener for for your time this week uh it's been a pleasure it's been another cracking episode very well i've enjoyed it um <laughs> you can be the judge of whether it's been a really cracking episode do like the show tell your mates um and, and share it in your whatsapp groups etc um it's been a pleasure thank you for your time tom
1: and thank you too fitz happy birthday
0: Thank you very much. Very kind of you. And uh, as always, uh, thank you to producer Glenn for his uh, superb efforts, particularly uh, a, a day later than planned this week. So thank you, Glenn. And, and thank you and all.
1: We'll be back next week. All the week. work he's going to have to do editing out the, the Manu- Man United sections of the podcast. So thank you,
0: Glenn. <laughs> yeah, this this pod would have been three hours long, but, uh, but for Glenn uh, editing out the Man United stuff. We'll be back next week. It's goodbye from me.
1: And goodbye from me. Laters. Laters.
0: Laters.